You know, I'm not suicidal. I'm not, I can't go until y'all really know what time it is. And then after that, boom, it's all over. And we can see, you know, how it's going fall. But that's how it is. And the reason being is because if I can't live free, if I can't live with the same respect as the next man, I don't want to be here. Because God has cursed me to see what life should be like. If God wanted me to be this person and be happy here, he wouldn't let me feel so oppressed. And he wouldn't let me think the things I think. So I feel like I'm doing God's work. Good morning, everybody, and welcome back to the What Do I Do Now podcast. I'm your host, Marquise, and today's topic, I struggle with anxiety. What do I do now? I struggle with anxiety. What do I do now? Well, it's important to know that you're not the only one struggling with anxiety. And anxiety is truly a state of mind. It's about what we think about, what we're anxious for, what's causing us to feel overwhelmed, what we're fearful of, what we're worrying about, what we're stressing over. It will cause fatigue, cause health issues, and sleepless nights. I'm up at 3.30, making this podcast I think I had a bit of an anxiety myself. I don't know what uh, what I was thinking about. I had a dream. And for whatever reason, this dream woke me up. And it wasn't a bad dream. It was actually, I guess, an average dream, I guess. It wasn't like a nightmare or anything like that. But it caused me to wake up and I haven't been able to go back to sleep. And oftentimes I'm guilty of so focusing on my next move or what I'm going to do throughout the day that I'm not enjoying the moment. And a lot of us do the same thing and it could cause anxiety, guys. One of the ways that I beat it was a simple little app called the Holy Bible. And um, so I, I turned to God for answers when I was really, really struggling with this. This was a while back. And I'm admitting it because millions of us, actually, I should say billions of us struggle with this topic. So you're not alone, whoever sent this email. And I have a confession. This email was sent a couple days back and I chose another topic at that time. But I remember writing it down, making it a note to talk about it at some point. And I was kind of not wanting to talk about it because I'm still facing it myself from time to time. So I'm like, well, who am I to give answers on anxiety when I have anxiety from time to time? And we all have different levels of it. Uh, for me, my leveling of anxiety is all about, like I said, you know, my business and my next move and what am I going to do? And Am I making the best use of my time? And before I know it, the whole day slipped by. And by the time I get home, I am fatigued. I'm worn out. I just don't feel like going to the gym. Barely feel like eating. And then I can't even relax because my mind is telling me I should be reading something or I should be working on the business or go, 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 go. And I can't enjoy the moment. And if I were to count up 
all the hours and the minutes that I spend doing that. And then I were to count up all the meaningful conversations that I've had with my children, my family, my friends, my loved ones. They don't compare. I mean, really take into account how many minutes that you spend on whatever it may be, television, reading, driving, um, I don't know, surfing the web, looking at social media posts. If you were to average out that time, and, and nowadays our phones can actually tell us and compare that to meaningful conversations that you've had with your children or your spouse or your boyfriend or your girlfriend or, you know, friend or mom or dad. It's really sad. We have a time management problem that is like no other. And anxiety is just the result of it. We worry about way too much, things that we can't control. And the Bible tells us not to worry. I mean, there's there's scriptures in the Bible that God, you know, refers to us worrying about different things. And it refers to him saying, well, you know, I feed the birds, you know, and I allow the, the flowers and the lilies to grow and they don't work for it. They don't stress over it. And if I could do that for them, how much would I do for you? But yet, after reading a text like that, and, and no, I'm not quoting that word for word. I should have pulled that scripture up. But the point of that is, why worry about things that you can't control? Can we control our future by, by how much effort we give our jobs? Absolutely. That's not what I'm saying. But God doesn't want us to focus on that. Because at the end of the day, he can control all of that. I'm not saying don't, don't worry about tomorrow. But I'm saying don't worry about tomorrow. And when I mean worry... Yeah, it's okay to be concerned about, you know, what you're going to do for retirement or for your children or for your business or for yourself or what goals that you want to reach or whatever. It's okay to be concerned, but don't let that take up your whole day to where you can't focus on what's really important. And it's the relationship that you have with God. It's the relationship that you have with your loved ones and your friends at the end of the day that matter and we have it all out of whack that's why most of us are like myself up in the middle of the night can't sleep did I admit it yes I just did so yeah I struggle with it it's truly a state of mind it's what you're it's what you're thinking about me I'm always playing chess in my brain like I gotta be five steps ahead of the competition and ain't nobody even competing with me I'm competing against myself which is sad, you know, I mean, like, at the end of the day, I'm not getting anywhere. I'm just going around in circles chasing my tail because it'll never be enough. Some of us have anxiety about health issues or surgery. You know, we're worried about our health to the point to where it's causing health issues. We, we have to take back our, our joy, our peace. And one of the ways doing this for me was this app called the holy bible it's made by the life.church you'll find it in the app store uh, 
it's called Holy Bible. It has a uh, brown logo of a Bible on the cover of the app. And uh, Holy Bible is in white lettering. It has a 4.9 um, average star rating right now. I, I give it five stars every time I read something. But in that, once you open up that app, you're able to set up a profile and start reading plans. If you play around with it, you'll see what I'm talking about. I read it every day. So far, um, I've read it every single day for the whole year of January. Excuse me. Uh, 2019. I started January 1st and the year's not up yet, but I haven't missed a single day and it keeps track of everything. I read this daily because I need it. Uh, just like I need food and water. Just like I need air. It's about what you put in your mind that will control your worry, your stress, and then obviously your anxiety. They're all linked. Can cause some huge health issues. So I would tell you right now, for me, I don't have the answer, but I know where it's at. And it's in that little book called the Bible. But for me, the Bible's kind of hard to read, especially in certain versions. I got I don't understand the language. I wasn't living in those times. But we live in the information age. Everything's accessible to us. And in this particular app, they have different versions that break it down into our language or whatever language you uh, you read in or listen in. So there's videos in there. There's all type of topics. I highly recommend it. I mean, I also listen to Joel Osteen, uh, Pastor T.D. Jakes, practically every day as well. And many more people that I listen to. I mean, I could name drop all day. But these are people that I listen to that encourage me and not to focus so much on, you know, possessions and, and things that really don't matter at the end of the day. And to focus on your relationship, your relationships with God, your relationship with your loved ones, your family and friends. Those are the things that matter the most. The time spent, you know, having a conversation with your kid versus the conversation time that you have online don't compare well, we really got it all twisted and then we wonder why we have anxiety you know i've come home sometimes just like beat up like just feeling fatigued and i can't even relax because i feel like my mind should be you know my mind's telling me i should be doing something else like i need to be in my office working on something and i'm not getting ahead and when I am getting ahead, for what? At the end of the day, no one's going to read my tombstone and say, oh, yeah, he made a lot of money. It's going to be the legacy that matters. It's going to be the memories that you left with your loved ones, your family, your friends, and those who knew you. So think about that today. What do you want your, your headstone to read? And those of you who are struggling with, with some health issues, some surgeries, um, some things, some horrible things that have happened lately to you or people that have had 
some major financial or just whatever family crisis that you may had or lost a loved one, Lord knows my heart goes out to you. It's easier said than done. Listening to my podcast, sometimes it's just not going to help. You know, listening to all those people I recommended earlier just kind of gives you like that temporary fix. The only thing that I can suggest is that I will continue to pray for you, but you got to pray for yourself. Pray that you can come out of this, turn to God, open up that Bible, get your own little Bible system going, start, start developing a relationship with him. He'll show you the way, he'll show you how to overcome and how to get out of any circumstance you're in and, and, and turn that health issue around. He can make that surgery go okay. He can take away any disease you may have, any worries. Some of us are battling, you know, loss of loved ones. And, and I, I've been there. Man, that's, that's really hard. That's not a time to, most of us, we kind of like turn away from everybody at that point. We want to be left alone. When we're grieving, we want to be left alone. That's that's really the time to to turn to someone, lean on someone's shoulder, cry if you must, get it out your system. I've seen the biggest men on earth with the biggest muscles cry from time to time. Doesn't make you weak. Do what you got to do. It's those who are unwilling to admit that they have struggles too. Those are the weak ones takes a real man to admit and understand what his problems are but I'll be the first to tell you I don't have all the answers but I do know where they're at I do know where they're at it's in that blueprint they call it the holy bible so check out that app it's made by life.church it's called the holy bible it's in your app store it's got tons of different you know, Bible plans in their videos, audios, whatever you want to, you know, read, listen to. And some of us have materials in our office or in our closet. We have books and we have other things that we've seen across the Internet or whatever. It's the information age. Come on, guys, let's get it together. Let's focus on what's important. If you got to read your way through it, read your way through it, pray your way through it. Do whatever you have to do to beat that anxiety today. And remember, I'm praying for you. And whatever you do, do it well. I got nothing but love for you. It's Marquise, and I'm out.